This episode of Songs and Stories is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download by going to audiblepodcast.com forward slash stories. And find out more information about the special offer by listening to Songs and Stories, which is starting right now. Well, hey there. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 88. 88, like 88 keys. This should have been a piano podcast, shouldn't it? I should have had Annie Moscow back. Oh, well. If you're listening, hi, Annie. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this is Songs and Stories 88. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is part two of my interview with singer-songwriter James Hurley. I wanted to recap something really quick in the last episode. I mentioned that... uh, it's been a very good year for Songs and Stories, besides these being on my website at michaelgaither.com and being uh, subscribable downloads in iTunes. Uh, a couple of stations now are carrying this as regular programming. Grateful Dread Radio, which you can find on the web at... Uh, I never had this stuff queued up on time. gdreadradio.wordpress.com. They've been running this uh, podcast as a regular show on Friday evenings back in Baltimore uh, for a couple of years now at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And most recently, KC Cafe Radio, uh, which you can find at kccaferadio.com. It's very difficult. Uh, Runs this as a show on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. and again on Sunday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. So this is getting out to a lot of places. And if you're interested in getting a a couple of free thank you MP3s from me through email. Send me an email at michael at michaelgaither.com and let me know how you're finding this. I'd be really curious to see where all this is reaching and where all you're hearing these fine folks I'm able to interview. And before we get back to this particular interview, I want to remind you again, as you heard at the beginning of this episode, that the Songs and Stories podcast does have a sponsor now, Audible.com, a fine purveyor of online audiobooks you can download for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. And if you go to, this is kind of a long URL, audiblepodcast.com forward slash stories, there's a Songs and Stories sort of... uh, promotion going on, and you can sign up for a 14-day trial and get a free audio download book. And if you cancel your your trial, your 14-day trial, you still keep the audio book for free. So it's audiblepodcast.com forward slash stories. And being this is a James Hurley interview, I asked him what he was reading lately, and there were a couple of uh, Beatles books that he, that he read that weren't under audible.com, but I'm going to recommend The Beatles, The Real Story of the Liverpool Street Kids, and The Beatles, The Pocket Essential Guide, which you can get by going to Audible podcast.com forward slash stories, signing up and searching under Beatles. So have a look there while you're listening to this this particular podcast. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash stories. So let's get back to James. In the last episode, we learned about his musical influences and again how his mom kind of gave him a pop sensibility. His dad gave him sort of a classicist kind of appreciation for music. I like the quote about how music was something you'd listen to. You didn't play it while you were doing something else. I thought that was kind of interesting. So you really, he really came to appreciate listening to music at an early age. So now we're going to hear kind of what he does live around my kitchen table. We're going to hear a couple of things off his latest CD, Tempest in a Teacup. This is his third release, and you can find this at uh, jamesherleymusic.com. You can also find it on my site at michaelgaither.com under the podcast notes for 87 and 88. 
Uh, we're going to hear him play live Mountains and Mushroom. Mountains really meant a lot to me because I live in a semi-rural farming town. It's kind of always threatened with overdevelopment, but we're fighting it off, you know. Build sensibly. Don't just build sprawl. You know, people got to live someplace, but don't put 2,500 homes where there's, you know, berries growing. And um, so mountains actually really appealed to me. So we're going to hear Mountains, Mushroom, and then kind of an, uh, a song that he said in a follow-up email was the holds the record for the longest song, or the song it took him the longest to finish, called When I'm With You. He started it back in, I think, the late 70s and finished it for a friend's wedding over way over 10 years later. So we'll hear those three things and chat with him some more. So let's get right into it. Here's James Hurley with Mountains off his latest CD, Tempest in a Teacup. Word of man. Hmm. I haven't done any singing today, so there's, m- there's my. Uh, uh, if it's in your capabilities, I would love to hear mountains because I related to it so much because we talked about sure, it. Sure, yeah. Okay. Let's find out if it is, but this is definitely a stand up song. Okay.
got in the way and you can't have that This is where our conscience used to be Used to be Used to be So, well, it's, uh, it's it like, sounded fine. It's, it's like you know, jumping into a cold pool in the morning or something. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, having I haven't sung in three days, and I, uh, I'm not one of those guys that just like. Ta-da! Here I am, Larry Morante. Have you ever seen? Uh, no, yeah. he's the most gifted and effortless singer I've ever seen in my huh. life. I see him sing, and I just I'm it's just it's unbelievable. Wow. At least you weren't singing at 10 a.m. like on K-Pig. Yeah. You know, oh no. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna I was gonna do that song on the K-Pig thing, and uh, I don't know. I was standing around with all of these people and all of these smiles and stuff going on. I think I thought to myself, uh, "Let's do bring anybody fun. down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a fun one. Yeah. So I'm glad I got to do it. Um, hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, oh, the dogs are curious now. They want in the house, basically. They always want in the house. It's, it's getting c -c -c cold out here. Hi, today I'm, out, I'm outside. Remember me and your dog? <laughs> <laughs> They'll sit there by the sliding glass door and just stare. That's what they do. Oh, I've got, I've got something really funny I should send to you. Okay. It involves a, a yellow lab. I sent it to him, a friend of mine that has a yellow lab. With a dining video? Yes. That's, ma that's making the rounds this week. So the guy has his hands in his shirt and the dog's yes. coming out. Yes. I got sent that yesterday by about three different people and I wrote back and I said, and it's so hard to get a Labrador to eat like that. <laughs> they're, they're bred to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they're, they have no trouble accomplishing that. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see here. Your choice. Okay. Um, let's get let's get goofy, I suppose. I'm a mushroom sitting in a dark place, waiting for the moon to rise. I'm a cockroach living in a crack. Oh, no, crack I'm me sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll be quiet. No, I was laughing if you're wondering, listening there at it's, home. It's hard to keep a straight face when you do that song. I tried it. By the way, I love contrast and sense. I love going from mountains to something like this. No, oh, cool, man. Yeah. Just, well, we just stumbled on a good formula there. <clears throat> All right, boys, let's do this. I'm a mushroom, 
Sitting in a dark place waiting for the moon to rise I'm a cockroach Living in a crack in the wall of the hall of the house that you paid too much for Please don't turn the lights on I'm very fine, thank you Happy as a lark Please don't turn the lights on Anything can happen if you just let go Just let go Just let go I'm a bat Hanging by my toes Hiding from the light of day I'm a bullfrog Sitting in a puddle in the corner of the cellar of the house that you paid too much for. Please don't turn the lights on. I'm very fine, thank you. Happy as a lark. Please don't turn the lights on. Anything can happen if you only let imagination run where it wants to go where it will. All it amounts to is let it. Curious songs. I love the rat and the bat and the bullfrog. It's perfect. <laughs> the veritable menagerie. Exactly. Exactly. Two minutes and twenty nine seconds. Or whatever it is. <laughs> That's a great tune. Yeah, and this album goes kind of goes back and forth like that. I mean, you've got the vampire song, you've got mountain, you've got these pretty songs. I like that. It's a. Uh... It's a heck of a ride. I, I had no idea. Like I said, I had no idea what songs were going to end up on the album. Yeah. It was kind of. Evolved. Well, I was trying to pick a theme, a theme to this record, but it's kind of all over the place, which is yeah. kind of fun too. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I used the metaphor recently. To me, a, a, an album. First off, I do call it an album mm-hmm. because it, it is what it is. To yeah. Me. Regardless of the the medium. Yeah. I still call them records because it's a re- it's a record, record of yeah. of those songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, you know, it's, they represent the different facets of the life that's being lived during the writing of those songs. Mm-hmm. You know? And to, to, I don't know. Here it is. Here's the difference: Amy Winehouse, Britney Spears. Amy's an artist. Mm-hmm. Britney's a wonderful commercial product. Yeah. But Amy is a thing artist. Mm-hmm. And. I buy into her. Mm-hmm. Brittany, I admire and respect that she's built on an incredible career. But so did Donald Trump. I ne- never wanted to be that guy either. Yeah. 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 This, so that's what it is to me. It's, yeah. It has to do with representing yourself. As yeah. The, and that, in, in that way too, like any, any album is autobiographical because even if the songs were made up here, they came from somewhere. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Even if you know, they're from your dream state or something. Yeah. They do represent that that where consciousness. Your, where your mind's at at that point yeah. in time when you wrote the song. Yeah. And uh, ideal. 
I mean, that's what we ask from an artist. Mm-hmm. We don't get that from All the industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's why that's why I like this acoustic alliance that we're a part of. Yeah. Because very much so, uh, it's performing songwriters. Ninety nine percent of the people involved are performing songwriters. Right. 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 And so they they they're opening their heart. Yeah. When they play. I mean, this this is who I am. I can hope you like it. I know. And I think I think for me, I think when I, when I came, really came into this in a big way. I'm still recording, right? Good. It's working. Just checking. So something profound. I don't get it. Whatever. Anyway, um, going to like the Strawberry Music Festival, which is by Yosemite, which is we we really started getting involved in acoustic music and really coming back, discovering these great yeah. songwriters. Um, it was so different than anything commercial. And a friend of mine up there said, he said, "Well, this is more organic." And it, and then that's when we kind of got hit when when KFAT kind of went away and, and resurfaced, re- rebirthed itself as KPIG. And I really kind of discovered the fact of sh- sharing artists. You know, you got to hear this guy. You got to hear this woman. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, so I had a point. I forgot what it was. <laughs> but I, I just think you know, the, the, you know, whether you're playing it or sharing it, there's just something about this music that's just very organic, and people like to share it. Oh, and the com- the community aspect of it. Yeah. Whether it's far west with other songwriters and performers, or whether it's other. Music listen listeners and fans just appreciating this. I was, like the house concert phenomenon. Well, that too. Yeah, exactly. People that, going to share the experience. Yeah. That, that that's a perfect. That's a symptom of what is both right and wrong right. with the model that that evolved over the course of the years from the very beginning of you know recording exactly. Robert Johnson. Yeah. You know, it turned into this megalithic. What what what's that on the Simpsons that. Megalomart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it turned into a megalomart right. of music. And what's wrong with it is that we end up with that product that we were describing over here. That, mm-hmm. you know, what's right with it is the backlash. Yeah. That produced... People are making it themselves. The atmosphere and the environment in which house concerts are not only... It's, they're not, they not only exist, but it's burgeoning. Yeah. It's becoming viral. And yeah. I know you've you've been in house concerts where it seems like every single one somebody says, "Hey, we we could do this at our house too." And if, you if, if the pro said, "Yes, you could," and I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> That's right. The thing about that was the the community aspect of this. I was reading. We were talking about mandolin earlier and Jimmy Page. Um, I read an interview with Tommy Ramone, the the last surviving original Ramone. A few years ago, and he's uh, in, a, in a duo now called Uncle Monk, and he plays. Man- it's kind of a bluegrass duo, and he plays he plays banjo and dobro and mandolin. And Tommy Ramone was actually obviously the first drummer for the Ramones. And um, they asked him in the in the interview what brought him to bluegrass from from being an old punker, you know, one of the originals. And he said that that bluegrass reminded him a lot reminded him a lot of punk because of the the grassroots community aspect of it. So the the feeling he got from punk back in the old days, he got the same feeling from bluegrass. And he said, I couldn't really play drums when I joined the Ramones, so I thought of my own style, and I can't really play bluegrass, so I thought of my own style. And it's yeah. it's funky, but it's, you know, he thought of his own style, and, it, you know, he's making records, and he's playing. Yeah. And yeah. he survived. The rest of them didn't. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's, There's a song about that on the new CD. You'll hear it. So. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool. You want to do one more for us? Sure. Okay. And thanks for coming by. Oh man, it's my pleasure. This is really you know, a nice little hideaway you've got here. It works. Yeah. So do you in order to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is love. <laughs> um, let me think. Here's one that has nothing to do with that album, or this is this goes back a long way. Within your smile, it's so easy to let the world slip by, let it roll on thoughtlessly, if only for a while. When I try to find words that will describe what your love means to me, it baffles me. Throw my hands up in the air Because the words I find Can simply not compare With you When I found you Imagine my surprise To witness right before my eyes Dreams becoming real Yet I love you is all I find to say Somehow I will find a way To show you what I feel Cause when I try to find Words that will describe What your love means to me It baffles me I throw my hands up in the air Because the words I find can simply not compare They would not dare They can't compare with you Nice. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks again. Thank you. And we'll see you tonight at Jansen Music. Yeah, I'm going to go play some guitar tonight. This is going to be great. Once again, James Hurley with Mountains and Mushroom off his latest Tempest in a Teacup and uh, an older kind of semi-unreleased track, When I'm With You. And, uh, again, uh, again, to recap things I didn't preface in the intro, uh, Jensen Music is a local guitar store, and they do an open mic about every other month. And uh, when I found out that James was coming through town on the night of the open mic, I called the owner, Jody, and I said, you know, I know it's an open mic, but I got this, we got this really good songwriter pal coming through the air to do my podcast. Can we just give him like a long featured set tonight? And we did. And he sold some t- CDs and got to play in the area for the first time in a while. So that was a lot of fun. And it's always, you know, to be totally honest, it's always nice showing off your talented friends to people that don't know them, which is half the fun of doing these kind of things. Anyway, that was James Hurley. Again, you can find him at jameshurleymusic.com and also on my site, michaelgather.com. 
Uh, and also to reiterate, if you want a couple of free MP3s, let me know how you're finding these podcasts and that interviews and what you think of them and where you're listening at. I'd be really curious to find out. Send me an email, michael at michaelgaither.com. But do check out James's music. It's really, it's really good. What more do you need? Coming up next on Songs and Stories, I think if I get this together, we're going to be talking with a local songwriter and one of my favorite singers, Sharon Allen, who uh, was, a, again, did the kitchen table talk. These all kind of fell into place within a matter of weeks, and we ended up talking about her latest record along the way, her new kind of her debut solo release. And um, that'll be a lot of fun. That should be coming up in a, in a matter of weeks or, or so, so... If you want to find out what's coming up, check out the website, michaelgaither.com, or send me an email, again, michael at michaelgaither.com, and I'll send out reminders when things are coming up. And if you're listening on one of the online radio stations, just keep listening. I really appreciate it, and so do they. So once again, I'm Michael Gaither. This is Songs and Stories. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you listening to these interviews. I know the artists do as well. We'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories. Take care. <laughs>